Scaredy Chat listeners, welcome back to Scaredy Chat, where we talk about things that scared us when we were kids and things that still scare us now, whether they should or not. Uh, I'm Monica. And I'm Caitlin. And Caitlin, you have a history of doing spooky things with your dad, dragging him along for the ride. Has anything spooky happened with him recently? So this is actually, it's not so spooky, but it's more just absolutely hilarious. And I told him that I would tell the story on the podcast. So my <laughs> something you should know about my dad is that, okay, my dad, for the last maybe like 10 years, and when I say you, I know that you know my dad, so you are well aware of this. But something that listeners should know about my dad is that my dad has like very white hair. Like it's like, he has like a decent amount of hair still, but it's like all like pretty much white not even like gray, but it's like like pretty white, crisp. I once had hair, dyed yeah, that color. He's got, his, he's got it. He he's yeah. got his hair. It's just he, uh, it's just very white. Yeah, yes. it's just devoid <laughs> of pigment. Devoid <laughs> of pigment. Exactly. Exactly. I once I once rocked the silver look too. So you know, it's it's a fun <laughs> color, but it's so funny. So my parents um were hanging out, I guess, with my sister at her apartment and they they step out my sister lives like in the larchmont area and this woman sees my dad and like jumps like terrified and my parents are like what is happening like okay so eventually she like i guess calms down or whatever and she's like oh my god i'm so sorry i i thought you were this insert this celebrity's name here so not like a like a local ish celebrity in la whatever and then she says, he was my neighbor, and he's been dead for 12 years. <laughs> and so, so my dad is like, oh, okay, like, you thought that I was a ghost. But then he, like, looked this guy up, and, like, they actually do kind of look alike. But what's funny is that he, my dad was, like, very flattered because he was really afraid that when she said he was dead, that he died at, like, age 80 or 90 or something. He was 102. <laughs> right, exactly. But no. And you look like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But fortunately, no, he he died at, well, actually, not fortunately, like, sadly, he died at, like, a reasonable age. Like, my dad is, like, 60-something, whatever, and this guy was, like, maybe, like, 65. So, kind of young for him. It's still kind of young. It is young, but at least my dad was not insulted. But but it's just so funny. It's like, I don't know what I would do if I thought I saw someone who, like, died on the street. But I guess that's a reaction that you have. I don't know what my dad was supposed to say to that. Like, oh, I'm not him. I, I, feel like, I feel like in movies, you know, like in a movie, someone will see someone that's supposed to be dead and they follow them. Yep, exactly. You know, and then they like, like, you know, they cross a really busy street like, oh, oh, is that them? And then they get there and it's like either they're gone or it's a different person. Exactly, exactly. And like, it's like, oh, it's actually like their guilt or something like that. So I don't know, maybe this woman, maybe this she's woman. She's guilty. Yeah, she's guilty of something. I don't know. We should, we should just she check on that guy. Murder, murder. <laughs> right, right. That's all of our antennas <laughs> should be going up right now. He might be a murderer. Okay, so who is this guy that your dad looks like? So his name is Huel Hauser. I think that's how you say it. Um, but apparently he had, like, a PBS show or something um, where he, like, went up and down the coast of California. Apparently his ashes were scattered off the coast of Los Angeles County. So I guess, I guess yeah, that's sad. 
So, you but, know, I bet my dad recognizes him because he watches a lot of PBS. <laughs> what if your dad saw my dad and got really scared? And he's like, what is happening? Like, that's <laughs> that's Huel Hauser. That's a little scary. Wow. But yeah, I, I mean. Don't, your dad doesn't. Your dad doesn't strike me as having a ghost-like qualities. Although, although you could argue that he also looks like the dad from Danny Phantom. You could argue that. Hold on, googling the dad from Danny Phantom. Well, the dad. He has more black hair, but you could argue that. Yeah. Wow, he does look like the dad from Danny Phantom. Like if they had all the same color hair. Yeah, mm-hmm. when he Maybe cr- it was just white. Yeah, there's a lot of photos of the dad from Danny Phantom like crossing his arms, and I feel like my yeah. dad. <laughs> Your dad's arms are perpetually crossed, <laughs> and I feel like that's my dad. Yeah, look, I-, I mean, that's kind of another ghostly figure. Maybe my dad should should think about that. I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, what we need to do right now is pop up a picture of Hulhauser, Kaylin's dad. <laughs> And the dad from Danny Phantom. Do these men look alike? Please let us know in the comments. Amazing. Perfect. You know, what's exciting about talking about ghosts already is that our guest today knows all about this. And we have so many questions for her. Like, I hope we don't annoy her to the point where she doesn't want to talk to us because we have so many questions. So let's get ready to talk to Kelsey Davies. All right, everybody, this is the reason you are listening to us. We're done talking about ourselves. This is the reason you're all here. We have an amazing guest with us today. I want to say I feel like she just gets it. You know her from TikTok, especially if you're on Spooky TikTok. And uh, she is the host of the podcast Intoxicated. Everybody, Kelsey Davies. Hi. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me and Lola. Oh, yes, there she is. <laughs> yeah, so um, there is, there's actually two people, one of whom does not speak or at least does not speak on this podcast. Kelsey, do you want to explain to the listeners at home what we're talking and me, about? And also me. And I also mean, yeah, to Monica. So, like, so many questions. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, all have questions. So- I have Lola here with me. Lola is my haunted doll. Um, she appears in a lot of my TikToks. Basically every TikTok, pretty much. There's a couple without, um, but she appears in my YouTube, and she is a kind spirit of an 18 year old girl who or woman who passed away in 1919. So she was born in 1901, passed away around the time of the Spanish flu. We believe that she maybe got like, um, you know, her immune system compromised from that whole pandemic then, and maybe got pneumonia afterwards. Like we feel a lot of breathing. Like a lot of mediums have told me too, that there's a lot of breathing problems they feel with Lola. I also feel the same way. So we definitely think she got pneumonia, but I always uh, see her now. Like right when I got her, she wasn't very happy with me because I kind of just put her on film right away. And she was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what is this? What is this disrespect? You know? So now we're pretty good friends. We're good pals. And she's pretty good on video now. She's, I don't have to ask her permission anymore to be on film. So she's chilling. <laughs> I get that. I get that. You have to warm up to that stuff. Right, right. <laughs> Honestly, same. Like, you know, I, I could do audio, but I was like, oh, God, we'd be on video. Now I'm nervous, but <laughs> I understand. So I don't want to bring any, like, bad energy to what is, like, overwhelmingly a positive thing. But I'm kind of curious if you've had any readings that have kind of unsettled you or 
have made you afraid or has it been hard to sort of relay that information to someone if you're like, hey, actually, this isn't so good. Like, what do you do in that case? Yeah, usually like I'll tell, you know, I don't want to just lie. I've had spirits come to me and say they're disappointed with things. They're disappointed Uh, with the way things are being handled. And I've been able to tell people and they're usually pretty open to it because there is that trust and they know that I'm not just going to say something to make them upset or anything. Like, I guess I'll find a way to say it. I'll just be like, you know, I feel like there's something that is upsetting this person. Usually they clicks and they know and they they usually own up to it themselves. But I guess if there's a person that's just like negative about it and stuff, I'll just kind of end the session and it just, you know, won't go on because... I'm like, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to just tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what I feel and what the spirits are, you know, showing me. Like, I'm not just going to BS in front of them. Like, (laughs) they're going to be like, no, I didn't say that, you know? (laughs) So, um, I don't know. I've had, like, I've had scary experiences with, like, demonic entities being attached to people and stuff like that. And I've tried saging people. Um, and sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes this, whatever it is, is just so clinged on to this person because maybe this person has a lot of negativity or I don't know. It's just, it depends really on who, who I do readings on or who I'm trying to help. It depends if they want it or if they're open to it or if they're blocked off with their energy. It's just, I feel like it's just all energy, you know, just everything. Do you have any, do you have any advice for keeping that kind of energy off of you, you know, like if there's somebody yes. who's like, I feel like Please. this is a problem. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, do you have any advice for keeping that kind of negative shit out of your life? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, I, I definitely, I sage, you know, that's what my ancestors did, my Native American side. Like there's, I feel like there's a lot of ways to, you know, kind of protect yourself. As long as your intent is to protect, I feel like that's the energy you're putting out. So like sage, you know, a lot of people say it's just for indigenous cultures and stuff like that. But like even crosses, even Bibles, even like, you know, I don't really, I'm not really into religion and stuff like that, but I feel like it does the same work. Like it's protection. It's something that's protecting you from a higher power, you know, that's there to help you out. So I feel like if, you know, if you're wanting to have that, um, intent. There's a lot of ways you can look up to do it. You know, um, crystals, I'm super into crystals. Absolutely love them. Candles. There's different chants you can do even different, like, um, evil eye protection spells and stuff, or I don't know, there's which stuff you can do. There's so many things. I feel like it's just, I don't know if you're wanting protection and you envision like a light around you, a protection and know you're protected. I feel like it'll go a long way. Can I ask, what is your heritage in um, your Native American heritage? What tribe? Uh, Sisseton Wapitan Sioux. So I believe it's South Dakota or something like that. I really want to like try to, my grandpa goes in up there all the time and stuff, but um, it's so interesting. I always have wanted to ask them. I'm like, why do I have these gifts? <laughs> like, where did they come from? What did you guys do? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I would love to know if it has to do with your heritage. Right? Yeah, I think it's because all the Native American side, that's, they all had the gifts, all of them, like, literally, like Lenny, his, it was his wife, his wife's mother, like, her whole side of the family all had 
crazy gifts and it just started running in the family, I guess. I don't, I have no idea how it works, but I would like to get to the bottom of it. (laughs) Absolutely. I need answers. Okay. I wanted to ask Kelsey about, you know, some of the weird things that I experienced, but I also don't want to put you on the spot or, or, you know, you know, so. Oh, I'm curious. Well, we talk about it all the time on this podcast, like constantly, that I have pretty intense sleep paralysis. Um, Actually, last night I had a, I didn't have sleep at all last night. What was going on? But I do think sometimes the people I'm seeing are very specific. And there's been, you know, my imaginary friend that Caitlin knows all about from when I was a little kid. Mm, and that's where it starts. I'm, okay, so, <laughs> so I'm like, I had an imaginary friend too. <laughs> okay. I was like, Kelsey's the person to ask about this if she's not, you know, so tired of talking to people about oh, their no, imaginary friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, there's this. Her name is Molly. We were friends when we were little. I, I must have been like eight or under, and she was like the same age. And she had like curly red hair and she had this white dress she would wear with red polka dots on it. And then she had a huge, like big stain on the side (gasps) of the dress, like this old brown stain. But we were friends, you know, we would, we would play, we would hang out, you know, the, the typical, like my mom would always be like, oh, you wouldn't let us get in the car until she was in two, you know, like all all this stuff. Yeah. And I haven't seen her in a really long time, but sometimes when I'm having a sleep paralysis moment, um, I'll see like the adult version of her. So like it's it, I kind of like she I mean, grew with you. Yeah, like to me it's the same person, you know. But yeah. you know, just feels like it's the same person. But yeah, I was like, I have to tell Kelsey about this because Do you know if Caitlin she came... has heard me talk about it a million times. So. <laughs> Did I she come it. from a house that you lived in? <clears throat> I do kind of feel like she lived in my childhood home. Okay. But my parents still live there. I go there all the time, but I haven't seen her in a really long time. It was That's definitely like a, a kid thing. Yeah, I almost feel like she was maybe from the house, you know, like I don't feel like she's, I don't know. I don't feel I like don't she's. I don't see her here, like, you know, yeah, I'm from Pennsylvania, yeah. like, you know, she's definitely like a from from there type of thing. Yeah, yeah, like maybe from that house. That's so interesting with the brown. Do you know what the brown stain was? Do you know if it was blood or coffee or. You know, something tells me it was blood, but I've never looked into it. I've never tried yeah. to figure out who lived in the house before us. That's you know, so my, interesting. It's just like a, you know, you know, like a fun thing. Like, huh, I wonder what that is. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I, I, feel like, fun. <laughs> I feel like it was a spirit. I'm like, if you were letting her get in the car, because they do that too. They like hop in the car, you know, they'll, they'll act like they're like living still. Like it's super interesting, but that's crazy. That's so cool. You definitely had some. I feel like you had someone with you, maybe <laughs> That's an what attachment. I've been that is maybe an attachment at that. You know, maybe she left or whatever. I don't know. Maybe she comes and visits you. Like maybe it was just some sort of attachment that happened. I don't feel like it was like a spirit guide or anything like that. I feel like it was just someone you saw and no one else did. <laughs> That's really like interesting. My mom out for sure. She was like, oh, what I is bet. <laughs> She's probably like, no. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Well, thank you for validating that experience a little bit because yeah, I'm, like, I'm no. just losing it. <laughs> no, no, I feel that. 
I relate. <laughs> I was like, Monica, this has to be a ghost. And you're like, I don't know. I think it was just an imaginary friend. I'm like, how do people see that's imaginary friends? That's pretty specific. Friends? And yes. like the stain and everything, that's like very, very specific. And usually yes. like even Lola, like she'll show me her in her nightgown she died in. Like sometimes they show you them in the clothes they passed away in. And maybe she passed in that. I don't know. Maybe oh, she I should was look stabbed or something. I have yeah. no idea. It was not great. Whatever it is. But she was really yeah. chill. She was nice. But she didn't seem mad. So. <laughs> is there- That's good, at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The whole the red stain thing, I was like, nope, that can't that can't be good news. Maybe yeah. it was coffee or like motor oil. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That's like really specific, though. That's like way more specific than just an imaginary friend, you know? curious if you ever feel completely alone. I know that sounds weird, but not alone, like emotionally alone, but physically yeah. <laughs> alone. Like, do you, do you ever feel like you can go and like, you know, chill on the couch and you're just truly by yourself? Or do you kind of always feel like there's presences around you? There's some instances where I'm like, I do feel alone, but I don't like it. Like, it's kind of a comfort type thing to know that they're there. Even Lola, like just knowing like she'll be like on the counter or something, you know, like just sitting there. And I'm like, I know that she's like around and it's just I don't know. It's like if they're not there, or if Lola, like sometimes she'll leave and go elsewhere and I have no idea where she goes. Like, I'm like, where are you? But sometimes I feel like. I don't know, so vulnerable, like just like there's no one here, like kind of anxiety-ish, I guess. I have really bad, like, anxiety about it. And then once I, like, feel them here, it's kind of like this warm feeling. I'm like, oh, okay. There's someone here. It's kind of weird. Like, it's like, I like being alone, but I know I'm not alone. <laughs> yeah. It's I like love a, that, though. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like a comfort type thing. But I don't know. It's super – that's like a – that's an interesting question because I don't even – I don't know. Like, it's just like – weird being like without anyone or any energy there it's just like I don't I don't know I don't like it I mean I think that shows how far you've come from being afraid you know to like now it's just like part of like a comforting this is part of everyday life thing right right it's nice now I just I have so much less anxiety because of it it's just I've been able to accept it and just go with the flow (laughs) the best I can (laughs) when you when you bring new people into your life, is it ever difficult to explain? Like if you're dating someone new or if you just have a new friend or if, you know, somebody is at a party and you're chatting with them and is it has it ever been hard for you to be like, oh, yeah, this is like a really big part of my life, actually. Yeah. So I always like I always say this. I wait for them to ask like what I do. because I never just bring it up unless there's a reason to unless there's like literally someone coming to me for this person. And then I'll be like. I don't know if you're into this, but usually they're pretty into it. Usually they're like intrigued, you know, so it's pretty good. Like I've gotten good responses and stuff. I've had people who are skeptical and I've proved them wrong. And that is my favorite thing ever to do. Um, yes. <laughs> like favorite thing ever. There was this guy who was super skeptical and I knew that he had a girlfriend that he was going to propose to. I knew he had the ring and I knew that it was going to be in July and he flipped out. He was like, what the heck? Like, who are you? Like, it was just like, so I was like, "Mm, 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> You're not skeptical anymore. <laughs> yes, that is so satisfying. Oh, yeah. That's like the best thing. But usually people are pretty open to it. Um, I just, I don't know. I kind of like, I always say, I'm like, ooh, do I break the news to them yet? Like in my head, I'm like, do I break the news that I'm weird? All right, here we go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You give comfort to so many people that you're just passing on it, you know, passing on the street almost or like just at the yeah. doctors. You provide relief to so many people. I hope so. <laughs> you absolutely do. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'm like getting emotional thinking about that. You know, I've yeah. been very lucky. I haven't lost that many people in my life. Um, but it's, you know, I can imagine like how significant that would be yeah the most emotional people get is with their pets though i will say that really like i'll be like your grandma's with you they'll be like oh i loved her and your dog too (laughs) they're like (gasps) (laughs) like just like bawling (laughs) like it's always the pets that oh they just get people and it's oh it's so it's a lot like i've had instances where i've seen like the color of the animal I'm like there's this small dog here it's this color it's this size and the person will start crying and then they literally like felt it like it was um laying like I saw it laying right in front of her and I was like put your hand here it's cold and she put her hand there and it was freezing and she was like oh Started crying. I was like, oh. <laughs> Animals are everything. Yeah. So, normally the rules of this are uh, hypothetical scenarios that are chill or chilling. Um, chill is like, yeah, not a big deal. I'll do that. Chilling is like, that's too scary. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. So, our first one is spending a night in a haunted castle, chill or chilling. Oh, like sleeping there? Ooh. Oh, it depends. It depends if it's like, oh, if it's like good spirits, you know? I guess if it's bad, then like, what, chilling? (laughs) Yeah, it's totally different parameters for you because I feel like everything carries a lot, like these kind of things carry more weight. Sleeping there is a whole nother level. Like, (laughs) it's just like you got to go through the night too in there. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, this one, we have never done this one before, I don't think. And it's a very simple one, but I'm kind of curious. The dentist, chill or chilling? Oh, chilling. I get anxiety at the dentist because I have like a really weak enamel. So I had so many cavities growing up. Like even no matter how much I brushed, I would still have cavities and I would always get fillings. I always have to get them in the shot. Nope. Chilling, chilling or chilling, chilling, chilling. Chilling at that. (laughs) Well, you, Southern have, you have great teeth. You have beautiful teeth. <laughs> I yes. do. Yeah. Thank you. I like. I take. I. I brush. Like I brush. I just have a really weak enamel. I got like sick when I was little, so my enamel like didn't form properly or something. Like something weird. So I just have like all my back teeth are like fillings. Like, like literally, it's so sad. <laughs> you did what you could. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I tried. I did my best. <laughs> Well, Amazing. Kelsey, I feel like Caitlin and I could talk to you forever, like to I the know, point where you'd be like, chilling. I'm done. Like, I'm hanging out. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> but seriously, thank you so much for coming on here. This yeah. has been so illuminating. I feel like it's been like life affirming, you know? Oh, that's Sometimes amazing. it's just like, 
Yeah, sometimes you know, the vibe is just really good when we come to the end of our, you know, recordings. And this has been really nice. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Thank you guys for like having me on. I'm so stoked. You guys are so cool. Oh, thank you. I mean, of course, again, when we were like, oh, my God, she wants to do it. Like we were we were pleasantly surprised. <laughs> what? Of course I do. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, well, I, I feel like most of our audience... They know who you are. They're going to be so excited for this episode. But if you'd love to, you know, like shout out your socials and where people can find you and what you have going on. Yeah. Yeah. You guys can follow me on YouTube. It's just Kelsey Davies, K-E-L-S-I-D-A-V-I-E-S. Then on uh, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, it's just Kelsey Davies with two I's and two S's at the end because got to add a little extra, extra in there, I guess. (laughs) Yes, if you are not, you know, following Kelsey and her TikToks, like, and you're into this stuff, get on it immediately. You'll learn a lot. Yay. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so, so much. Uh, and have a very scaredy chat day. I don't ever know how to end these. Yeah, Monica, like, what do we do now? <laughs> have I a spooky dooky day. <laughs> yes. I love that. I think we should do that from now on. Have a very spooky, <laughs> spooky day. Spooky day. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, I'm going to stop recording. Oh, Kelsey, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us here today on Scaredy Chat. We hope you were a little scared and maybe a little relieved about your fears. And if you're having fun listening to this podcast, please rate and review and subscribe so you never miss it and you're ready with us every week. And hey, make sure you follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at scaredychat underscore podcast. And maybe you have a fear and you're wondering if other people are afraid of it too? Well, we probably are, but you should email us your fears at story at scaredychatpod.com and maybe we'll talk about it on the show. Till next time, scaredy cats. Bye. Security Chat was developed and hosted by Caitlin Riley and Monica Moore Suryagi. Produced by Jeff Swimmer. Editing and sound design by Fitz Harris. Theme music by Eric Fashingbauer with samples by Jeff Zahn and Jack Lenz. And Gail Gilman is the executive producer. Hold up. 